the Askell Primary Leaders Podcast with Tiff Harris. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode in our Primary Leader Podcast and today I'm joined by Michael Wilkinson. Michael is Managing Director of ClickView UK. He's also a member of two different multi-academy trusts. Hello Michael. Hi Tiff. Lovely to see you, Michael. Um, I'm going to let Michael introduce himself and his back in his background in a little bit more detail in a moment. But first, I'm going to introduce what we're going to be talking about today. And we're going to be talking about three issues that are affecting, I would say, all schools right now. That's correct, isn't it, Michael? All schools, but probably more primary schools increasingly. And those three issues are when it comes to using videos or online content. So the three issues that we're starting to see emerging are as follows. Number one is the safeguarding when it comes to accessing videos and content online. Number two, it's the workload associated with that, teacher workload and teacher time that's been taken increasingly more of that time to find and to make meaningful use of video content. And then number three, it's it's the legalities around that. So that so legally being able to use films and documentaries when you are delivering lessons or sending work home and all that. Um, Michael, before we go through the problems, and I know you have a solution, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, look, thank you, Tiff. So um, I'm managing director of ClickView here in the UK. Um, I've spent well, in my entire professional career, circa 20 years working in education, starting off in local authority before running a series of edtech businesses. Um, but I think what, what I've always had at the heart of that is around harnessing social practice for, for the benefit of education. What are students doing anyway? And how can we harness that really to drive and empower educators to support learners in a mode that they would seek out given the choice. That's been the heart of everything I've ever done. Um, and sitting on, on the board of two different trusts as a member, I do get a broad range of insight into the education system, as well as my work with the Chambers of Commerce, where, where I'm on the board of my, my local chamber here in Doncaster, really around driving the skills agenda and bridging the gap between business and education. So I'm, I'm really proud of the, the work done thus far, but also the work we're doing here at, at, at ClickView. And I'm really proud as an ASCO Premier partner to really be contributing to the system um, and, and working within that system as well. That's great. Thank you, Michael. So um, you're going to talk to us today about those three points that I spoke about at the beginning, which is the safeguarding aspect of accessing videos, workload related issues with accessing videos and online content. And number three, the legal side of things. Yeah, look, thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll address all of those, but let me take a step back to start with. Um, why are we talking about video? So I think it's fair to say videos become something of a, a de facto standard as a teaching resource in a classroom or even as a resource to direct students to beyond the classroom. Um, and actually, why, why I mentioned that the sort of harnessing a social practice, it's something I'm really, really uh, keen to uh, explore to support our learners. But children spend three hours, 18 minutes per day on average watching TV programmes. That's according to Ofcom and a survey wow. they in 2021. Um, so What's that figure again then, Michael? Three hours and 18 minutes on average three per day? Three hours and 18 minutes per day. Goodness me. 
So look, we don't want to be adding to that, right? What we want to be doing is taking a chunk of that and rather than it just being on, let's say, leisure or can be somewhat mindless at times, how can we grab that and use it for teaching and learning benefit? So this is, though, I think a mode students would seek out given the choice. That That's one of the reasons, I guess, so many teachers are using video in their classrooms. And, and actually, this is a pre-lockdown start. I've not seen the one after lockdown, but pre-lockdown, University College London, alongside a couple of other partners, um, so, uh, made, made a claim 80 to 90% of educators are using video in their classrooms regularly. And that has only accelerated post-pandemic. Well, through the pandemic, okay. that practice we've, we've seen permeate. So that's why we're saying video is, is something of a de facto standard. Um, and it's ease of access and ease of use, you know, has, has been a real driver in that, but it's that engagement we know it gives our students. Um, so what's what's the problem? So Tiff, you mentioned three points there. So uh, I might take them a little bit out of order if I might. Yeah, they were not they were not in priority order, Michael. So so you go for it. So we've got safeguarding, workload, which is the teacher time and and the and the legal side of that. They were the three biggest issues, I think, but not in any order. That's correct. Right. Okay, let's let's start a little bit on, on workload. So teachers do I mean you 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 will know this this first hand, but but a lot of teachers are, are burnt out. You know, we've got so much time um that that they're spending on all sorts of things other than that thing they all love which is teaching right uh, and finding resources is one of those things and it can be exhausting uh, and and there's lots of stats that, that you can find on this we um we've we've done our own research on this and teachers we interviewed said on average they were spending between one and two hours a week searching for free resources and videos uh, that ticked all the boxes that they can use in the class that's that's some of the research we did. Um, I've got to say, Michael, I, I when I was in school, I remember that myself. You know, is it safe? Um, the, the, the other side of it is you find you find the extract that you want, but you've got to check that it's not going to turn into something else, or it's you know, is it appropriate? Is is it is it age appropriate? Is you know, there's so many different things that we need to be considering here as well, isn't there? Yeah, look, I mean, th this is why it's all so related, mm. difficult to take them in isolation. It's so related because that's adding to the workload. Yes. It's your responsibility, of course, as a teacher, if you put something on, there's nowhere to hide. You as an educator are exposed. Your school is therefore mm. exposed if it's not appropriate. But number one, you care, is it educationally sound and relevant? So you've got to watch it and you've got to watch all the video to, to mm. check. Um, but which is the right video? And then you're checking the safety, the security, the age appropriateness, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. There's so much to do. Um, but you've got to find it first. So just here's a little test, you know, just, just thinking this through. So one to two hours a week, think about what this does in real terms. Search for verbs on YouTube. Now, YouTube's ace, just to be really clear, right? It's ace, it's got some great stuff on it, but it comes with these sorts of, of challenges. So um, search for verbs you're going to get nearly a million results, circa 900,000 results, right? So let's say it's for key stage one. It's key stage one class. Let's be more specific. Key stage one verbs. You'll still get circa 180,000 results. So which one? You've got to start watching them. So then you're playing guesswork. And there's only so many you can do before you go, I ain't got time for this anymore. Um, what it's, what you know, I guess what we're, we're looking toward is how do you help teachers to find a 
we want firsthand. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the workload challenges, simply finding something. Mm-hmm. And that's in a very specific instructional learning case. Um, it might be we're teaching about recycling. Or let's say, no, we're teaching about the oceans. I want a blue planet. Mm-hmm. Or I want finding Nemo. Um, there's a really great scene in Nemo, let's say, where uh, the coral's looking all beautiful. And I want to say, before, you know, we did what we did to the sea, coral wasn't white, it looked like this. And you want to bring that to life for your students. So we're searching for finding Nemo. Well, firstly, where are you going to find that? Mm. So you can't just go to some of the A and other streaming services if they've got it, because there is a legal issue there. I mean, you've seen that on the news in terms of password sharing right now, and that's home to home, let alone in a you know broadcast scenario, which indeed a school is as a public institution. So you can't just do that. Um, and, uh, you know, there's some potential litigation down the Absolutely. road in that case. And and many networks, many maps, many schools may actually block things like that on the network, meaning that richness is gone. But that richness, firstly, that's an entitlement, that richness. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a license which the Department for Education pay for for all schools in, mm-hmm. in, in, in the country that allows anything that's been on broadcast TV from members, only particular channels, um, but members of, of what's called ERA, um, to be able to legally access and uh, be able to legally use that. But there's not particularly great ways of accessing it. That's yeah, been okay. challenged. But that's an entitlement. And actually, teachers know and have great ideas. Could be Wally for recycling, Toy Story for mm-hmm. British values, Harry Potter for, for teaching English. So, right, firstly, the legality, where do I find it? Well, secondly, if I can find it, is it there next year? Workload. Um, same with that verbs video. Is it there next mm-hmm. year? If you're locking it in the scheme of work and it's taking you that long, you might might as well. Um, but then you've got to edit it. So you can't have ads. You can't be putting ads on in front of the students, right? So you've got that to do. You've then got, actually, it's not the whole film I want. It's just that five minutes. It'd be nice for my students to watch everything, but it's that five minutes. And, and that's important because it's not just about Keep, well, it's about keeping the learning focused, not just about the ads. That moves on to another scene and it's finding Nemo. The shark comes in and says something funny. Um, uh, all of a sudden, you, you just like you did there, tiny laugh, right? That's amplified in, a, in, a, in, let's say, a year four classroom. You've just lost the attention of your students. Absolutely. So it's all of this. And this just adds to the workload and the workload um, of, of teachers. And just to put that in perspective then. So there's a bit of legal stuff. There's a little bit of safeguarding and, and stuff can come up there. But even if it was one and a half hours, our research were one to two. Grattan Institute, uh, 90% of teachers say they could save two hours if they had content already put in place for them, two hours a week. So let's take the middle ground of, of one and a half hours. So have that. Take your 39 teaching weeks, your 58.5 hours. Take 15 teachers in, a, in an average primary school. Uh, this is just the, the, the direct teaching staff. That's 877.5 um, hours per year. For, for a primary school with, with just 15 teachers, that's a massive amount of productivity being wasted. And that is just to find and use a video, let alone then transform the learning in the classroom, being able to do things which extend it beyond just AN streaming service where you might have got great stuff, but it's about what you do with it. You've still then got a lesson plan. You've still got to harmonize that alongside your existing plans or create new plans, new activities. Uh, that are going to engage students in the classroom and beyond. And this is where that workload adds up and adds up. So so that's that's but one you've of the covered by you've covered my three issues there. So safeguarding workload and the legal side of things. So let's move this forward a little bit then, Michael. Do you have a solution? 
Well, look, yes, yes, we do. There's a number of platforms out there where you can get video content, I'm sure. Uh, there's some great, great products out there in different um, parts of this, but we, the, the solution we have, it, we, we, we know as being fairly unique, and it's, it's unique as we provide access to classroom safe, I think that's, you know, a cornerstone here, classroom safe, fresh curriculum aligned video content. So that's written by experts or, or licensed content. Uh, for example, we even have you one search in, in, in ClickView, um, you get BBC Teach and BBC Bite Size content alongside ClickView content and other content we've licensed. Not to have this plethora of materials, but to have enough variety to keep it interesting for students and for teachers, but not so much that you've got that same problem we, we sort of outlined in terms of that, that crude but verbs search. So we house that alongside on-demand films, documentaries, dramas, news, uh, really for supporting that, that context and richness that that brings, as well as helping develop cultural capital um, and, and well beyond. So being able to put those two things together. And then, of course, we talked about, you know, post-lockdown, um, video has, has no doubt gone up. So many teachers were building and creating their own content. That's still absolutely valid. So... With ClickView, you can bring all of that together with those tools to just take that couple of minute clip from a, a given film. Add some quiz questions on top of it so you can use it to promote discussion or use it for formative assessment or for, for homework um, and, and get all the analytics then to say, well, whether we're flipped learning or, or homework, how can we change what's happening in the classroom? So that ability to pull it together, one search, but importantly as well, if you're going to direct your students to this sort of content, you can give students logins to use outside of school, which is safe, which is age appropriate, where ads are already removed. So parents can have a comfort that if you've put Finding Nemo just because we use yeah. that or or any of those other, you know, Blue Planet, they know their students aren't being advertised to. The young people aren't being advertised to. They know they're not going to get any comments from a safeguarding perspective, recommendations to to distract them. Mm -hmm. Parents can have a comfort and a confidence. Educators can have that um, when, when sharing that with students, but also a confidence that they have resources at their fingertips that won't take forever to, to find, that won't disappear, and you know it's of sound educational quality. So in in, in a nutshell, that's, that's how we're helping so many schools um, with video content specifically. Um, but also with the resources that we produce to supplement them videos, so be that quizzes or different activities that can be used in the classroom. Because as I said at the beginning, I don't want to add to that three hours, 18 minutes. This is about video as part of an asset, part of the classroom environment, part of a, an out of school activity. Um, but it's the richness about what teachers do with that extra time. And we help with some of the resources to say, here's some ideas, but it's about giving them time to do what they do best with the students to really transform classroom and experiences. Great. Thanks, Michael. So I've added another bullet, bullet point onto my three. So it's so I've now, I've now got some of the benefits of of what you do is, is is obviously related to safeguarding workload and um, the legal side of things, but also parents and and I know as a parent, I worry about what my children are accessing and I don't think there's any parent in the land that's not got that same agenda right now. So I've added that onto the list. What I'd really like to ask you then now, Michael, is anyone listening to this is going to want to know where they can find out more. Oh, lovely. Thank you for that. Yeah. So Google ClickView. Um, 
and clickview.co.uk, you'll get our website. Um, or have a look on things like EdTech Impact. Uh, Google ClickView or, or have a look on there. You'll find what other schools have said when they've they've used ClickView. Um, and, and I think that's that's really important. You want to have an uh, understand what other schools are benefiting from. So have a Google of those things for, for ASCAL members. As a, an ASCAL partner, you'll find us on, on, on the ASCAL website as well. That's great. Thank you, Michael. It's lovely to chat to you. Michael is, is always so passionate about what he does. And um, I know that you're um, so excited ab about this. So if you are listening right now, um, as Michael said, go on to ClickView. You can find all, you can also find information about ClickView on ASCO's website. Um, and Michael, look forward to seeing you soon. You'll be at ASCO conference, won't you? Might see you there. You will absolutely see us there. Looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to coming to get my free mug or whatever you're giving away on your stand. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. I will speak to you all again soon. Take care. All the best. The Ask All Primary Leaders podcast with Tiff Harris.